Last time on Check Please, the party had made it out of the city of Hale after having gotten passage aboard a strange flying vessel captained by a curious gnome. You guys are on your way to the Steam Isle from across the continent, and even though the journey is of an absurdly long distance, the quote was only for three days, so you're moving at excessive speed above the terrain. The ship, known as the Agile, is currently traveling across the channel between Dereham and Parthenay. It is morning of the 31st of January, the year 763. We left in the morning, or is it the next morning? We left in the morning. You guys left, well, a little after first light, and you're currently traveling southeast toward the coast across the channel. So if you were to look out over the boat, there's uh, an ocean beneath you, but you're moving quite fast over it. And the ship is far enough up that even though you're moving very quickly, the ground under you still appears to be moving somewhat slowly because of how much of it you can see. And also because of the spell that was enacted, the wind up here is non-existent. You can walk about the deck in relative comfort. You guys find yourselves on the Agile as it's skimming across the ocean toward Parthenay. So, Calcutic is sort of walking about checking things, and generally sort of nonchalantly commanding the vessel. The crew appears to be a mix of multiple races. Like, you see humans, you see gnomes, there's a dwarf or two, there's a few elves. The crew he's assembled sort of represents a multiracial effort. It's really cool to see. As far as the places you guys have all been, you really have never seen a lot of, like, cooperation anywhere. I mean, That is very endless. Like, it that is... very few. <laughs> <laughs> seen, like... The dwarves back in Wittingen being like crafters and stuff, but they were somewhat segregated. And the crew's not that big. There may be only be, there's about 20 crewmen total. Right, well, Vera's going to go downstairs, I think, and start making some, the ginger water stuff, like ginger tea, give to Karis. Oh, you're so sweet. It's usually what Vera does before, like, the trips. Yeah. Okay. Does she add a little honey to it at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what, nice. Okay. What's the point of having tea if it doesn't have honey in it? Karis will go with you as well. Aww. I, I make a, to, like, follow. But... Vera, make a sense motive. Make a sense motive? Yes, please. All right. She got 24. Nice. Very good. 24. You get the sense that Karis is following you probably just to get away from Lavette. <laughs> Are you doing all right, Karis? Yeah. Did uh, Lavette talk to you? Since last night? She tried to, but I'm not really in the mood to hear her. Hmm. Well, I guess that's fair. Thank you for looking out for me. The, the hmm. ginger really does help. Of course. Oh, no, uh, before you do anything, I need to ask you something about market. She raises an eyebrow. Of course. What is it? As much as you don't want to hear about Levette, Levette was saying that Marcus has Moira's memories. Did you hear about this? I mean, that... That would just... I wasn't there she that night. She didn't hear. I, I wasn't there that night. <gasps> it's not your fault, but... I, I know it's not my fault. I wasn't there. How could it be my fault if I wasn't even there? <laughs> True. But I think we're missing the point here. Did you and know that Marcus ate Moira? She sort of, like, instinctually makes two fists. I, I didn't know that. He, he said that... I heard... She kind of stammers and stops. What are we going to do? We need to find a way to get that soul out. 
if we get rid of him now, I'm sure the soul will potentially be destroyed, as far as I know. Jesus. Book said something about needing an alchemist for this, too. I, I don't understand what an alchemist would be needed for in this. Like, if it was just necromancy, I, I would at least come up with a theory of how to do it, but that sort of throws me. It, it means I'm missing something. Well, where can we go to get more information on the alchemical side? She sort of shrugs her shoulders. I, I don't know. I only spent a few weeks, days, at a proper magic school. I didn't really make a lot of connections there. Didn't Book mention an alchemist of some form? In some, I mean, I've never heard of him, so... Wherever, whatever the northern continent is. That sounds like a folk tale, doesn't it? Do you think we could use some kind of messaging spell to get information from the individual? We could try, but a lot of those spells require knowing the person, or at least having met them before. We could try based on the name and see where we got, but who's to say we speak the same language? There's a lot of variables. Hmm. Who can we trust? What do you mean? Who can I talk to in the group that's on the same page as us? I, I doubt Marcus would be okay with us ripping Moira's soul back out of him. Well, he won't have much of a choice. Damn. Which is my question. Which of the others can we trust? I I, I know Levette would agree with us, but I just... I don't know. I need time to process that right now. What about soul? I mean, I don't see why, why not. Soul's always been uh, for the party, so... They've always been so protective of Marcus, though. Hmm. Well, Marcus is planning on withering away anyways. I don't see what the problem would be utilizing something to remove the souls in that time anyways, right? That seems like a good thing that they'd like, right? Yeah, and if if we could get Moira's soul out of Marcus and get it into a container or a vessel of any kind, I, well, then I'm sort of in the same boat that I am we would be in the same situation that we're in now with my sister. It's hard to take a, a soul, an untethered soul, and, and return it to life. It's The magic involved is rare and honestly expensive. But I'm sure that it would be at least better for the soul to not be within whatever Marcus is. Now, if Moira's remains still exist, which they should, I, I, I don't, I'm not completely certain on gnomish burial practices. But even if it was just reduced to ashes, that would be enough. All we would have to do is find her corporeal remains, and if I had the soul even in a jar, I could probably get her back easily. Hmm. Maybe we'll have to make a trip when we're near the city. Oh my god. She is thinking about it. She's like, it would it would very easily be possible. It, it's just extracting it from Marcus. I think, no, I'm sure. If we could get it out of Marcus, I can bring Moira back. Then that will be our plan. We'll we'll find some way. We'll contact any alchemist we can find, and potentially the one the book mentioned, if we're able to. And we'll have to try and get information on how this would work. She I, nods. This isn't something we can completely act on right now regarding Marcus, unfortunately. But something that we are going to have to do. Oh, and this should be done. Uh, Vera will give the ginger drink to Karis. She carefully takes it from you without touching your hand. Thank you. <laughs> of course. She kind of gives you like a, a half smile that you can tell there's some pain behind it. And she happily sips at the tea. Okay. Is anyone else doing anything? 
So I'm going to go on an investigation. Okay. Beardy, I believe you know what I'm looking for. (laughs) I do know what you're looking for. So first off, since this would be the first thing that Sol would think of, they're going to use detect magic on the deck they're currently on and look around and see if anyone in particular is sparkling. Okay. You make use of your power that's inside your artificial eye and you sweep that around and you're looking at everything on this deck. And it's going to take a little bit of time, but luckily you have quite a bit of that right now. So you move about the deck, you look at things, and you determine there's a lot of enchantments weaved into this boat. A lot of the enchantments seem to be to make it lighter. And then whatever is the mechanism that runs all of these contraptions connected to the boat, like all of these weird fins and sails that sort of just drape out into the air, you're not really sure what's controlling them. But they are definitely they are definitely magical in nature. Hmm. I mean, that probably fascinates them too while they're looking. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. So you manage to sweep the entire deck that you're on, the actual deck of the ship, and you don't find what you're looking for. I'll put it that way. At least not on this deck. All right, I'm gonna go down to the next deck then. Okay. So you head down the stairs that are in the top right of this map, and you go down into the hold. Where Vera and Karis are yeah, Well, sorry, it's not the hold. It's an area of the ship known as the gallery. The hold's actually up further down. Okay. There are rooms here. Yeah, so if you were to come uh, down and ah. there's a door <laughs> here, if you see the door there on the side of the staircase, yeah, that actually takes you to here. Oh, so it's okay, sort of gotcha. oddly, It's sort of oddly laid out. That's the way they designed this map for some reason. So you head down to the gallery and you see Vera and... Karis are down here. Karis is sitting in the corner, leaned up against the wall, sipping some... In some tech. Sort of deep in thought, you think. Okay. What's, what's Vera doing? Vera's probably preparing more tea, just sitting on the ground, heating up a bottle full of water and ginger. Aww. Soul happily smiles at you in your, like, kind efforts to help people. <laughs> they find it very endearing. They also walk past both of you and continue to look in all the rooms in this <laughs> deck. Right. The room there in the bow of the ship appears to be one of the larger sleeping quarters for the crew. There are traditional beds as well as hammocks that are strewn about. It's more than enough capacity to sleep the entire crew. And then there are guest quarters that have been changed around. to be. They're rather cramped, but there's guest quarters for your guys, which are actually in the south part of this map, the bottom part, rather. Okay. There's the captain's quarters and then a side room, which I'll just move your character to it for a moment. That side room has been remodeled to have a lot of sleeping capacity has been added to it to fill your group for now. Gotcha. Gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bunk, and it's just one full-size person per bed and one small-size person per bed. Yeah. I mean, it... it uh, it'll sleep I mean, no, fuck Karis. Yeah, it's fine. Karis <laughs> Car- die, apparently. Cool. Karis has got her own room. Oh, the cage? Uh, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That's nice. So, I went to the crew quarters uh-huh. first. Yes. Is anyone in there? Currently, no. The crew is all active and moving about the ship doing things. I'm still going to look for an invisibility spell. Of course. You, you search around and you don't find anything that matches your description. All right. Trudging around. But you're looking for an invisibility spell? Just in case. Or oh, someone who's disguised. Yeah, okay. my detect magic. I It can tell what kind of magic everything is. Gotcha, gotcha. It's seeing it with my special ass. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, I'm going to check the cage room. Anything in here? Notably, this is me when I go to someone new's house. I definitely look in every single room anyways. <laughs> so this feels very on character. <laughs> Ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's this? I'm going to look in all your drawers now. Where does that I go? I did tell you when I visited. What's in this cupboard? <laughs> anyways, cage room. Anything in here that I can detect? Yeah, th- this is a, the brig on the ship. It stands vacant. Hmm. Nothing I detect? Nope. Nope. <sighs> Doesn't appear to be. Seems like a pretty normal iron cage. Alright. Room with the chest in it. That door is locked. Locked. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm going to try the captain's quarters room just to open the door and see if it even opens. You open the door and you find a well-appointed room. Everything in it looks like it's sized for a small creature. Yeah, I'm just going to close it. Soul's just like, I respect your space currently. All right, and then I'll go into what is our makeshift night place mm-hmm. for the trip. Yep, you see uh, a couple of bunk beds and some hammocks strewn across the room just so there's a places for all of you to sleep. It will be full, but you'll all have a place to sleep that won't be impeding on anyone else. So uh, you'll all, all right. have a full sleeping space. So angrily, like pushes air out of their mouth to, like, move their hair out of their face. (laughs) And they leave that room and they they go Mm -hmm. down to the hold. Okay, you go down to the bottom layer of the ship. This is a layer that is more cargo-based. It's one large open area with a couple of compartments at the far end of each side of the cargo hold. The goods assorted throughout this hold looks like they're more for, like, provisional stuff, not so much that this is a cargo hauler. Now, it... Could definitely have been hauling something, but it looks like right now it's just provisions. So a lot of dry goods. I mean, it it looks like there's enough in here for the crew to stay aloft for months easily. I'd like to imagine Sol is slowly getting a headache because it's probably the longest they've been using their eye in a while. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they're like, Would you mind making a use magic device check, please? Oh, sure. That's a 17. Okay, you can maintain it. You're fine. Okay, cool. You do get the sense, though, that it, your eye feels a little warmer than normal. Like, normally it just matches your body temperature. After you've used it for this long, it actually kind of feels like it's a heat source. Interesting. Okay. Slightly concerning. But we all know Soul doesn't quit until things seem a little too far. So I'm going to keep looking around. Is there any people down here? Uh, no, this, this part of the ship appears to be vacant currently. Ugh! Soul literally just groans in anger. Why? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna scan here real quick, and then I'm just gonna go back up. Fuck this. Okay. <laughs> Make a perception check. Just, uh, just in total, just as as a generality. Fifteen? Because I got a nat one. Excellent. All right, a fifteen. Okay. In that case, you tromp back up to everyone else, and you did not find any clues or magical auras to indicate that what you're looking for is aboard. Mm. Yeah, Soul's gonna go up with a headache and kind of lean against the mast for a while. Oh. Uh, Soul, are you okay? I used my eye a little too long, I think. Are you saying that you need sleep? I thought Elvis on sleep. It's just a little warm right now. That's all. Giving me a headache. Oh, you guess I. Yeah. Make a perception check, please. I'm so good at those. <laughs> I believe in you. That oh, one. Nat one. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my god. 
<laughs> Alright, I'm giving Marcus one, too. Soul is around, which means Lavette's attention is not really focused on anything else. Alright, at least Marcus de- detected it. So Marcus got a 22 on, on his perception. Now, Marcus, nice. what you notice is that when Soul comes back up from the hold, their eye, which normally when it's activated, it emits a yellow light. Is that is that correct? It's like a gold, goldish yellow. It's normal, just like gold yellow, but yeah. when it's using detect magic, it glows white. Oh, it glows white. Okay. You noticed that when they came back up, the ambient glow of Soul's eye is more of an orange hue than it was before. Yeah. So the the lights changed to be the passive glow. The passive gold color is slightly orange, and it could be a trick of your mind. Could be a trick of the light up here. You're not sure, but it's sort of orangey. Oh dear. Since Marcus notices that, I go up to Soul and I ask him, Hey, Soul, have you been using that? And gesturing to the eye. Uh, yeah, since we, like, got on here, I have a fucking headache, yo. I would really recommend you stop. I'm, I'm no alchemist, I'm no magical... I, I'm only yeah, I know a, you're not an uh, enchanter. I I would I don't know much about it, but it's glowing a different color that doesn't look right, and I really recommend you stop. I, I was planning on it because I finished looking throughout the whole ship. Thanks. Also, I think Gro is the only one who could really tell me like whether or not I'm misusing my eye or something. <laughs> no, nobody. Yeah, can yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Uh, I don't think you're misusing it, but I think you might be overusing it. It's glowing. Uh, not like... It's normally it's glowing. Glo- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that not the same color as it usually is. It's kind of looking like it's getting hot. Soul instinctively goes cross-eyed because their brain wants to see what it looks like, but that doesn't make any sense. Ah, uh, right. It's fine. Uh, I'm done anyways looking, so... Okay. It just... I, I I don't... As I said, I don't know how it works. I just... I don't want you to get... I'm... I'm not gonna get hurt. I, I already have a headache, so I'm not... I'm done. I'm done, okay? Cool. Thanks. I really would not... Yeah, I, I don't... I, I don't want anything to happen to you. I don't want anything to happen to you either. Marcus kind of has a little... Sensible chuckle to himself. So... <laughs> <laughs> this boat, right? <laughs> um, so, later tonight, yeah. do you mind if we meet... When do you wake from... Four the hours. Four hours? I might we meet about after midnight. Like, an hour after midnight. So you want me to wake you up? No, I'll, I'll, I'll be awake. Okay, no offense, Marcus, but Vera had to kick you out of bed the last time you needed to wake up. I think I'll have to wake you up, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an assessment of your normal characteristics. Yeah, normal. You sleep in, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Does Soul shake their head also when they say, a lot? Like... Yes. <laughs> well, if I'm asleep, poke me. Like, of course. Really, really um, hard. Oh, Soul gets a little flushed. Uh, okay. 
Or did you see I mean, a bucket of water? Yeah, that's Vera's specialty. I'm going to go hang out with Lovett. Okay, bye. <laughs> so just embarrassingly walks away. <laughs> and it goes up to where Lovett is, which I believe is in the bow. And they kind of look and see if company is wanted, but if not, they're probably going to leave. Okay. You see Lovett sort of standing at the very front of the ship past the foremast, and then you also see Kalkutik standing to the side, happily looking over the edge. It would be so easy to push him over. It would be. It'd be so easy to murder him and take the ship for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lovett doesn't really probably respond. Like, she's kind of just brooding to herself, so not negative response to company, but not really. She doesn't assume you're up here for her. Okay. Soul awkwardly shimmies up to Lavette and just puts hand on Lavette's head. Okay. Yeah. Kind of wish I found something that I was looking for, but we can't all be stars. What are you looking for? You thought I'm asking. A person. Alec. Mostly Alec. I was looking for Alec. Oh, and you didn't <laughs> No, and I got in a headache in the process, so I'm kind of annoyed. You see, if you come across him, I actually would like to speak with him as well. Soul kind of flinches for a second. I don't know if he would. Just be careful around him. Okay. Which kind of pair are we talking about? Soul scratches the side of their cheek while they're thinking. Let's say... Oh! Soul goes in front of Lavette and then puts their hand on the... Is that a mast in the front? Okay. Well, there's, well, there's a mast behind you. There's the <clears throat> foremast. Yes. And then the prow is what sticks out in the front there. Okay. Soul slams their hand against the mass while Lovett's under them and, like, oh. looks down. If he does something like this. Can what? it be okay. physically intimidating, you mean? No. <laughs> well, okay. It's a high school thing, okay? <laughs> oh, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, like, lady, careful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Promise me. Don't slightly think I'm his type, but thank you. Hey, I don't know what he wants. Like, I literally don't know what he wants. I gave him, like, three things, so... Technically four, maybe? Oh, was it three or four? What? <laughs> what? What do you mean by things? Uh, actually, there's none of my business. Never mind. Well, I gave him a summer home. I gave him money. I gave him all the food or whatever he would desire while in the Elflands. What? Why? I hired him. Oh, wait, Mina. Did you tell me about this? I feel like, uh... Yeah, but oh, I can't oh. remember if you were drunk or not, to be honest. Well, I wrote everything down when I'm drunk, but I don't... It's uh, not great handwriting. <laughs> That's okay. But yes, he agreed to work with me. Yes, I remember this now. Yes. I guess it was him. <sighs> but, nonetheless, if he does something like that, just don't let him. I'll, like, kind of pat where my crossbow is in my coat and be like, don't worry. Nice. <laughs> and Sol moves their arm down and moves to the side of Lovette again. Because they didn't know how to explain it verbally, so they had to do it physically. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude. She was a little more excited about that, though, than I'm sure you meant for her to be. <laughs> She's like, oh, happening. <laughs> so, yeah. I Anything? Don't really she would let that happen anyway. You kind of have to set Archie up first, though. Well, uh, but I don't know. He's been getting pretty independent. And uh, he's a bit scarier now. We, we've worked on some upgrades. Are you scarier now? Have I ever been scary? You did shoot my fiancé? Yes, <laughs> I was pretty scary for me too. <laughs> <laughs> Soul shrugs. Anyways, how are you? Karis kind of talked to me. <laughs> and I want to talk to you about it. 
Because instinctively, my brain's like, wow, that was really bad. But I promised Karis I'd try to be a better person more. So I'm trying to be more considerate of everyone's viewpoints, which I think will also help me become a better ruler eventually. Well, what did she tell you? That you kind of sort of blamed her for Moira dying? Yeah. Well, that's not what I meant to say, but it, it didn't really go how I was expecting. Well, I since... I that way. Oh, good. Then tell her that. I'm trying to talk to her, but I can tell she does not... I'm not great at leading people, but uh, I can tell when I'm not wanted around. Man, if I had Mage Hand, I'd just grab her and bring her up here, technically. But, listen here. Give her some space. For, even though I'm technically, like, 70 years older than her, we're still around the same emotional capacity for people. And knowing how I react to things when I feel like I'm being blamed, even if I'm not, I kind of overreact sometimes. She just needs some space, and... When she's ready, she's not going to come and ask you to talk to her whatsoever, and you're just going to have to do it. Well, how would you know that is? <laughs> you won't. But I'd give it, at, like, a day at least. But on the other hand, don't make it seem like you're avoiding her either. Because I feel like that would make it worse, because then she'd really feel like you blame her. That's how I would see it, at least. But I'm, I'm not Karis. I can't 100% tell you what's going on, but... I can at least try. They said so. I know. Soul like feels that way for even a second. Soul kneels down so that they're face to face more, and just kind of like ruffles Lovett's hair. Such a... <laughs> sorry, sorry. <clears throat> yeah. What? What? No, I'm, sh- I'm shutting up. I'm sorry. I'm confused. I'm not. It's it's gonna be okay. I know you didn't mean to, and it's obvious in your voice. The point is working to make things better for people, no matter what. Always work towards the better outcome. Hopefully I can move in that direction. I believe in you. You're welcome. I don't know what to do on this ship, because I just spent a bunch of time searching for Alec and now I'm bored. <laughs> I'm just tinkling. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll leave you to that. It's okay. It doesn't require a lot of focus. It is more something to keep me distracted than anything. If you're working on stuff, I feel like I should better myself, too. I'm going to be training on the deck, okay? Okay. Would you like to see what I'm working on? Wait, yes! So. Okay. <laughs> Show me! <laughs> All right. I'll start up Archie's timer. Okay. Where would you like Archie to be deployed? I'll start up his timer and walk over here and, like, roll it onto the main deck, because I am not really sure. I'm not great at gauging dis- sizes on uh, eyeballing, and I don't want anything to go too wrong. Okay, you... Is Archie a fucking Goliath now? You Is roll, he? You roll Archie out onto the main deck, and the ball deploys, and Archibald grows to a much larger size than he was before. Holy shit! I figure he's probably about, like, 13 feet tall now. He's... Whoa. Uh, he's way not, taller than me now. Maybe not quite that big. I think large no? is between 9 and 12. He's not quite huge yet. No, my I was going more off of the fact that enlarged person doubles your size. Yeah, so he was but, what, uh, seven feet before. He was, no, four. he was yeah. So then this would yeah. double him to twelve eight. Yeah. Okay. Soul looks uncomfortable. 
Like so Archie stands up and him. his eye level is like to soul. Uh, hi, Archie. I'm gonna use tongues real quick, actually. Hello, soul. Hi, Archie. Uh, again, how do you feel being so? Yeah. I do not understand. Uh, how do you feel being so large now? You look great. Am I larger? Oh. Soul walks down to be at uh, Archie's feet. You all appear smaller. Uh, But you, my friend, are the one who have gotten bigger. Are you certain? Yes. He sort of like looks at his hands and looks around, looks at everyone. I feel the same. Fantastic. Soul claps their hands together. (laughs) Be careful about that, Archie, because you are a lot stronger now. Don't underestimate it. Do not worry, Master. I will be careful. Oh, we don't need to use the M weld. <laughs> I don't really like that well. He sort of looks at his hands and looks around again and looks at you with that and says, Master, may I hold you? Oh, I like nod. I figure I have the dog with me, though. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, actually just run around at this point. Just let her loose on the deck. <laughs> like, nobody let her jump off. Alright, Archie will hold out a now fairly sizable hand for you to step onto. Oh, this is gonna be a cool title card. <laughs> nice, you're right. Uh, about that. Yeah, I'll like climb over the railing and walk onto his hand. Uh, he holds you up and sort of is holding you in a similar way he would hold the puppy. Mm-hmm. He's being very cautious with you. Aww. But even though he can't really like show emotions on his face, he, you, you get the feeling that he's very protective of you. Oh, I'm like that for me too. I'll give him a little pat in his face. We have come a long way from sending Archie in front <laughs> in the caves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since Levette's doing that, Soul is going to take out their rapier and start practicing with it. Okay, make a combat maneuver test and also okay. a perception check. Uh, that's a thing. fourteen. Okay. For my combat maneuver, and then a 30 for my perception. Okay, so you pull out your rapier and you start to do a little routine just to sort of practice, just to have something to do. And as you're doing that, you notice one of the sailors, for lack of a better term, one of the crewmen, you get the sense that they're watching you as they work. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Can I use detect magic on that person? Real quick. Your eye explodes. (laughs) Yeah, you can do that. You can make your eye glow white and look at this person. I'm still doing the routine. Yeah, that's I'm fine. just yeah, like gonna just... look over really quick. Hmm, with the white eye. Yep. You give him the white <laughs> eye, so you use that ability and look over at the sailor, and you don't at first notice anything, but then you sort of do. It seems that there's some magic on this person. Soul goes back to doing the routine, but is smirking. And the routine's kind of becoming more and more flourished now. I'm going to use a dance check, actually. Okay, you want to try to show off? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a nat one, so it was a 17. Yeah, I mean, still, the trick is that even a nat one for Soul is still an excellent dance for most people. It's just yeah. none, of the, none of the grace that you were hoping to have. So your attempt at... I've never saw a dance before, guys! Yeah, your your attempt at completely showing off kind of fails. 
Um, That's okay. I still look cool. <laughs> Just not as cool as I wanted to be. Yeah. So, like, we'll fall over and then make it look like they're meant to do it. Yeah. That was deliberate. Yeah, they do, like, a roll thing. It was thing. deliberate. Invented like... breakdancing. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack Sparrow sword fighting, basically. Yes. Yeah. They want to get better at their rapier just so that they have some... This is all story, of course. They have some more technical skill at close combat, too. <sighs> well, once... Eventually, Vera's going to head back up and talk to Cal... Kutik? Kalkitik? Kalkitik. Kalkitik. <laughs> Get it. Calculator. Uh, I'm, I'm talking to Cal. Cal Kutik down the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You head up from the gallery up two flights of stairs, and you find yourself on the stern of the ship, standing next to the captain, Kalkitik. He is uh, sort of peering happily over the edge of the ship, Sort of taking in the sights. Captain. Please, just call me Calcutic. What can I do for you? <laughs> so much harder. <laughs> Where are we going to be landing? Uh, you, can, you can call me Cal, it's fine. Oh, thank God. <laughs> where, where are we going to be landing? Do you, landing. Do you well, have an idea? Well, it's a three-day journey, so it would be simple to make it without landing at all. Do you require us to land? How else would we get... To the ground. Or are you just saying oh, when you, you drop say the ladder? Oh, you say when we arrive. Yes. Ah. Ah. Well. Mm. Well, as far as I'm aware, we would be heading directly to the site of the deposit that you need to get to. That is the nature of this extremely important and rushed affair. Is there a diversion or oh, detour just... you need to make? Not at the moment. I'd be sure to tell you if there was. But is there anything you can... Tell me about the area, though, that you know of. Oh, the Southern Steam Isle? Yes. Well, it's much like the rest of the island. It's, it's volcanic. Uh, you'll probably find some sulfur springs, some mm, ashy forests, uh, some volcanoes, jaggedy mountains. You know, the, the typical for the Steam Isle. Uh, are you concerned about something? Well, I like to be prepared. I've heard that there's uh, quite a few mimics just... In the aisle to begin with. Do you know if there was... Make a perception check. Alright. That is a 26. When you say the word mimic, he shudders. Just ever so slightly. Continue. Is is there a large number of them in the area by any chance? <laughs> well, I mean, there is a fair number of them in most of the non-gnomish controlled parts of the Steam Isle, but no more there than anywhere else. And certainly fewer of them there than in the far north of the island. We don't go there anymore. No oh. one does. Hmm. Man, I want to go there now. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then getting the material shouldn't be that hard of an ordeal. Well, not sure what you'll be dealing with once you arrive there, but maybe more dangerous. I mean, I can only imagine what sort of creatures are drawn to the substance to begin with, so I'm sure there's some sort of layer that has been formed around it. It, it is a rock, correct? I suppose in its natural state, it appears more like a crystal. Is, is there a certain way to mine it? Hit it with a pick. Try not to break the crystal too much, I suppose, but I don't really ever use the stuff all that much. But I don't think it would really be dangerous to harvest. Just, uh, you know, maybe don't ingest it. Interesting. At least, yeah, he shrugs. I'm not really an alchemist, so may, maybe it could be. Who knows? Ah, 
do you by any chance have a pickaxe on the ship? There might be one down in the cargo hold. Maybe. We don't really do a lot of mining aboard this ship. Well, if that's the case, we might have to make a stop before, but we should check first. Hmm. Would, will that be an earshot of this conversation? Yeah, you are. Oh, I've got tools for some digging. I've got plans for some digging. How she's pretty big, as you can see now. I don't know how I missed this. Uh, <laughs> is he okay? Oh, yes, he's great. I think he enjoys this. Lovette's being cradled by him. Mm-hmm. I am okay. Hello, Vera. Vera's very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to be held? Oh. No, 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 I'm, I'm fine. No. Okay. So that should last about an hour and 20 minutes, by the way. So talking Archie's going to be here for a bit. Can we passively say that Soul is moving so in a way they can still keep an eye on the one person they notice? Sure, sure. And now that you've noticed this person, make me another perception check. Okay. That is a 28. So what you have now noticed is because this person was watching you, you kind of looked at them a little bit more carefully than you did before. And what you've determined is that while the person you were looking for was not invisible... They were disguised quite cleverly with a pretty decent disguise check. Yeah. But now that you have noticed them, you've been like, oh, no, that's that's definitely who I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! He is here! Wonderful. All right. Let's try to put some more oomph into that dance and not fail spectacularly. <laughs> that's a 25 for the dance. All right. You do another dance and get a 25. I, mostly Soul is trying to see reactions at this point. Okay. You get the feeling that this person's still just giving you the, the same sort of passive side-eye that you were getting before. Alright. So That's fine. Soul's giving him the passive side-eye. This person <laughs> is... The best thing I can explain it is they're shadowing you. Shadowing? Yeah. They're just sort of staying there, maintaining vision of you, but not actually interacting with you in any way. Interesting. So they're both kind of doing that to each other in a way? Yeah. Okay. Alright. I dig. Vera right now is just on the uh, top of the bow or the stern? What I don't know what side That's is what. The bow. the bow. Okay. And it's just watching Marcus. Watching Marcus? Yeah. Ooh, spooky. I don't, I don't trust him. So I like it. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Take back anything I said. I missed uh, chaotic neutral Vera. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm so glad you got that fixed. Yay. Stop being a fucking good person and shit. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything to learn from this podcast, being good sucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Is it, is it, Just be neutral. But mostly good? chaotic neutral. Good is a good is a curse. <laughs> You're just fucking death glaring Marcus from the bow. Yep. <laughs> it's not scary at all. If this was an anime, it would be like that dark cloud around yeah. Yep. And you got like that like lines in or the, the middle red, of your the nose. The red light, the yeah. red shining lights. Yeah. <laughs> Ting. <laughs> Fucking Mothman over here. <laughs> Bee girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't ring quite no, as well, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, have you heard of Bee girl from Arizona? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Soul looks way too into their own performance. <laughs> they are all smiles now. 
It's kind of that just too overconfident smile currently. <laughs> They're being a little shit. <laughs> also, by the way, Beardy, how's the boulet, the boulette meat doing in my inventory? I mean, is it preserved in any way? Maybe salt, <laughs> if anything. If you didn't do anything to preserve it, it's, I mean, it's not going to last. Just throw it overboard. Yeah. Feed it to the dog. Probably going to start to smell, to be honest. Well, All right, just throw it overboard then. No, actually, I just remembered that I can eat it, so it's fine. Okay. It's <laughs> like, if it's bad food, you still get bonuses? Yeah. Okay. Gross. Yeah. So Ver- Vera's just going to kind of smell bad from now on. Oh, uh, she already did. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, I think Vera smells like a mixture of honey, and when you get closer, it's that kind of insect bitter kind of smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like she smells like a wet dog. She smells like a dog <laughs> soaked in honey. <laughs> God. Ew. And now preserved rot- in honey. And now rotten meat on top of all that. Yeah. <sighs> that is the burden yeah, that all druids have. Mm-hmm. Is anything else happening aboard that I can see? No, currently nothing else is going on. So. If we'd like to advance time, we can. If no one else has anything to do? I'm just yeah. training currently, so I'm good. Okay. I'm just giving Karis her space, so. Yeah. Okay, so we'll advance time to about 1 p.m. Crew gathers for a meal. The crew gathers for a meal aboard the main deck there, and all everyone is arranged around to partake in it, which includes Karis. She finds herself up on the main deck eating a plate of uh, probably a hearty stew, actually. Does the gentleman have an open space next to him? Yeah, you can you can go over and try to meet with that crewman. Yeah, I'll sit next to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, before this time, I'll have secretly eaten this meat because I don't want it in my inventory. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ew, you're eating it raw? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does my thing do? So raw and rotten, just like Bear likes it. <laughs> oh my god. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> One D eight plus your level of temporary hit points. So that's fun. This eight. Yeah, that's eight. Fourteen. All right, you gain fourteen temporary hit points. Nice. They last for an hour, so it's not like they're gonna be yeah there forever. But you know, still. But now my breath smells like shit. And no one's gonna fucking eat you. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I ate this before. Yeah, yeah. no but, one's still going to eat next. Your breath okay. still smells like shit. That's better for bear. <laughs> so also, by this point, you have now made landfall, essentially. So now under you is Parthenay. Nice! If you look, you can see a fair amount of the countryside of Parthenay. And if you were to look out over the ship to the right and in the distance, you can see the village of Tule. Sort hmm. of a, a little pocket of buildings. Hmm. So I'm... I vaguely look over, but Sol doesn't want to lean over the edge too much. <laughs> They're going to sit down and have their stew. Okay. Uh, they probably find disgusting. <laughs> the sailor sitting next to you will, as they're sitting there, they sort of elbow you just, just ever so slightly. Almost as if it was just a, a, a meaningless empty gesture. Just of them just, you know, adjusting their sit. Sol smirks and moves over away from him slightly. Sorry about that. Let me give you some more room. Oh, it's quite all right. You sure? Mm Mm-hmm. Pardon me. All right. Soul scoots back. Hmm. They're having fun. (laughs) They have a stupid smile. 
Lovett is in the weird quandary of trying not to avoid eye contact with Karis, but also trying to not make eye contact and not look like she's trying to avoid eye contact. Oh boy, Lovett, you are so untactful. <laughs> Meanwhile, Karis is sitting on the south part, well, the bottom part of the map there, back to the wall, sitting down, eating a plate of food, and kind of just looking up from it, and just looking up at Lovette, and then going back to eating. Aww. Just making sure they know where Lovette is at all times. So after the small talk of barely talking to the crewman, in quotations, Mm -hmm. Sol starts to look back and forth at their party and is slowly looking at Karis and Lovette to see this non-interaction, but still an interaction in a way. (sighs) I should wait. I should probably wait. This is fine. Wait a day. Wait a day. Wait a day. Also, is Archie still out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. The crewman offers the following statement. Trouble? Oh, you know, we've got a teenager in our party and kind of misunderstood someone's statement and feels like they were blamed for something very unnecessarily, very true. And, well, the other one's not very tactful in conversation. Hmm. Drama. Yeah, pretty much. The crewman nods, goes back to slurping down stew. Do you like working on the ship? Best job I ever had. <laughs> really? The crewman nods hmm. while having a mouthful of stew. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Soul has barely touched their stew. They pretty much ate as much as they needed to to eat food. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely not finishing it. It's not bad. Oh, I know. But I think Soul still is slightly picky. Hmm. That's fair. It's not they still ate food. it. It's not elven food. It's not even Parthenian. And it's not Vera Sprinkles. No, that's for desserts. <laughs> Vera Sprinkles are for desserts. We don't talk about what they actually are. Delicious. Yeah, that's it. What they actually are is delicious. How fast is this crewman actually eating his food? You slurp it down pretty quick. The crew's all kind of eating at the same pace. If he finishes it, Sol will offer him their remains. Crewman kind of looks at the offered food and looks up at you and looks back at the food and will take it and sort of like gulp it down in like one quick gulp. Okay, slide, slightly creepy. Slides down the throat. <laughs> Alright, that's that's a little creepy. <laughs> if you're sure. Yeah. I, uh, not my style. But I still ate it nonetheless enough to keep me going. Mm. Dinner's usually better. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wait, what time is it right now? Yeah, it's lunch. Right? Okay. So, uh... So, do you ever have to fight on a skyship? Oh, sometimes. Had a bird attack once. Hmm. Big, big thing, too. Oh, a rock. He, uh, he nods. I think so. I've flown with a rock before. That was cool. Was it, was it trying to eat you? No. It was carrying, um, like a market stall and, like, Soul with their fingers make a box, <laughs> like, symbol. There were a bunch of harpies there, and we kind of traded with them. I gave them services to buy my cart back, and all was good! You kind of get a weird look at the mention of services, with the weird inflection <laughs> on it. He kind of just gives you a strange look about that. Huh. Well, you're a, you're all an odd bunch. Oh, very much so. But, uh, Captain says that it's really important that you all get to where you need to go, so... Yeah, I actually have no idea what we need this item for, and now I'm kind of panicking, to be honest. Oh, I figured you lot were the experts on it. 
kind of shrugs. Well, whatever happens, I'm sure y'all figure it out, right? Yeah, I'll probably have to ask Corona. <laughs> he has an empty look at the name. Sorry, he's like, uh, my crown. He's a great guy. Oh, alright. Well, yep. I gotta get back to work. Alright, have fun. He stands up, brushes uh, himself off a little bit, and uh, kind of like gives you just like, this the simplest sort of nod, and goes back to doing what he's doing, and the rest of the crew is kind of moving at the same pace, so they all kind of slurp it on their food. Now, no one's expecting <laughs> you guys to eat quickly, so you can kind of take more leisurely meal. I gave him my food, though. I mean, I give like half my food to the dog. I think Levette probably doesn't have much of an appetite right now. No, that was Vera, but that's because he already ate. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the dog needs to eat something. Well, since everyone's working and Sol's trying to give everyone their own apropos space, they kind of, for a bit, like, just kind of lean on the edge of the ship, just looking down for once. But their hand is holding on to some sort of rope, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and- can see the Parthenian landscape beneath you, and it is a very beautiful area. The views are actually pretty stunning. Too bad all the people there are shit. Soul says out loud. <laughs> what about your de- fucking half sister? She's fine. Did you forget about your half sister? <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't. I did. What about her cow girlfriend? Whoa, rude, <laughs> <laughs> uncalled for. How dare you call her a heifer? <laughs> this is like the inverse Malin situation. <laughs> I'd say it like it is, and you guys call me out. She's half minotaur. Oh, that's right. Well, that doesn't matter. That's still true. Uh, this is like straight racism. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. A female bull is a cow. Mm-hmm. So, so, so if, <laughs> I'm just saying, though, but if someone if someone is a half minotaur, mm-hmm. is the proper name for them, should you call that person a cow? <laughs> I just I feel yeah, like that would be kind of insulting. I feel like that's what you should do. You should ask. You should ask. I think Levet should ask. That yeah, Levet should ask. Yeah, well, <laughs> next time you meet Belle, you should ask her. Like, Belle, okay. do you think that the term cow is offensive to you? If it were used to describe <laughs> you? Uh, okay. I, just, I would just love to imagine the, the rain of blows that would come after that. <laughs> She's handy with a hammer. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, jeez. She's going to pound me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my sister's getting good sex, okay? (laughs) Vera's going to go around Archie to Mm Levette and just ask Levette about what her plan was about the not needing a pickaxe or something. Oh, wait, yeah. I mean, the pickaxe would be helpful, but uh, I can fashion my devices after all sorts of digging clay chills. So if Ah. I don't have one on hand, then I could play something like that. Okay. That that, that should work. I'm going to check down... In the uh, bottom of the ship, quick. See if there's anything, just in case. And Vera will do that. Whee. To the hold! To the window. No. To the hold. No. No. <laughs> Till Sweat drops off cold bolts. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> All of these dragons call. Alright, can I do a perception oh, shoot, shoot magic missile. Oh, shoot, shoot. <laughs> nice. Oh, fuck. Alright. Oh. Hey, I loved it. You all loved it. Penny loved it the most. Can I do a perception check or something? Yeah, uh, you're looking for that that pick? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check to search the area. 
There we go. That is a 22. Right. You nice. search the area, and aside from, like, a lot of provisions and dry goods, you don't really see any kind of tools or implements of any other kind. It looks like they don't have a lot of stuff other than food and provisions. So they've got, like, well, various camping supplies and tools for that sort of stuff. So they could set up a small camp on the ground if they had to. Gotcha. At least we have uh, Plan B. So that's good. You're just like, I'm my own great company. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they're used to uh, talking to their staff anyway, so in a way, she's always talking to Malifra. So, all right. So I'll just return to the to the bunk, to the deck mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a mess, isn't it? Yeah. So the group has continued on this vehicle, plying through the skies, has continued moving through, and I'm just going to push time forward by just a couple hours. So it's a couple hours after your lunch meal, and an alarm is called. One of the lookouts raises that something has been spotted. Here we go. Soul um, ready's Symphonia's wit. <laughs> I'll ready the bitty more. You guys are just standing on the main deck, or do you want to try to give a, a vantage point to see what they're looking at? Ooh, oh, I'm aren't they going to tell us? <laughs> so there's a guy up on the bow of the ship that is sort of pointing out forward, saying, flyer spotted, you know. And, and they're sort of like shouting various alarm to the rest of the crew so everyone's prepared. Calcutix well, that, what makes actually way to the is front. It? <laughs> you very well also follow Levette to the... How far are these bow. flyers? You just see sort of a shadow in the distance, but it's almost at the same elevation as you guys. It's actually a little bit under you, elevation-wise. I look down my scope. Do I have a better view? Yeah, you do. All right. Perception check, please. You got it. That was a total of ten. Ooh. Ten. You see... Average as can be. A really weird silhouette. It looks like a really huge bird. What What do you see? Uh, I think it might be a rock or something. Something like that. Okay, we need to get ready. Does it look like it's moving aggressively towards us? Can I make uh, that out? No, it's hard to tell. The way that its silhouette is faced, it's either flying toward you or away from you. Okay. But you don't know which. Can I see it? You can see it, but you just see sort of a shadow. I grab the telescope. Make a perception check. Just take my crossbow away from me. <laughs> yeah, so you, <laughs> yeah. You, you just yank it out of Levette's I, hands. I was going to hand it to her, so I figured that Levette just <laughs> hand it over, and she just pulls it out of her hand. Yeah. Like, Fine, all right. <laughs> just, <laughs> is there a modifier on that? Yeah, go ahead and make the roll, and I'll add it. Oh, okay. So 23. Okay. You look in and you see what looks like a large bird and a bunch of its young, like a bunch of smaller birds around it flying. So it's put possibly like a big mama bird and a bunch of little birds. But even the little birds are still huge. I mean, this thing's enormous. Okay, they're bigger than harpies? It's hard to tell. But maybe or are they harpies? It could be. Like I said, it's a far way away. Toward us or away from us? Well, there uh, seems to... Again, hard to tell because it's they're they're moving either toward you or away from you because the silhouettes like you can see the the full wingspan. Well, it seems that there's one large one and a lot of smaller birds next to it. It could be the harpies, potentially. I, yeah, I, I know. Wait, <laughs> did you see a book? Do I see any? The silhouette of the bird is kind of oddly shaped, so it it does look a little bit like thicker than it should. There's something strange about it. Uh, it's too early to say, though. Because normally when a bird is flying, it's tucked in and, and has, like, a nice thin silhouette. This one's sort of fat in the middle. So it's possible that it, it's carrying something. Let's be careful. I'll give the crossbow back to Levette and tell this to the captain, the Cal. Mm-hmm. Just, ah. it, it might be... It, it might be what? It might be a 
group of harpies, but it's too far away to tell. Hmm. He kind of, like, side-eyes the crew, which I didn't mention, but they're... I, I think... I think I'm going to say that they're sort of, like, 50-50 male-female somewhere in there. It's not, like, an all-male crew or anything. But he sort of, like, side-eyes <clears throat> the crew a little bit, and he's like, hmm, that could be trouble. Trouble? Well, not that they're dangerous, but it would be a distraction for the crew. Ha! You hear down oh. below. <laughs> okay, I understood. But we've had run-ins with caravans in the past. They, uh, well, they're about the only company up here that isn't hostile, which is nice. Well, I'm not going to attack someone or anything, though. If they are hobbies, we are not positive. I think we're technically on the route, if I actually remember correctly. Yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to remember, because they told us their route first, because we kind of diverged it. It might be them. So as you get a bit closer, you do see a rock carrying something large and then an array of smaller flyers around it. So ah! it's nice. All right. So as you guys get closer, it is apparent that it is a, a formation of harpies around a rock. It's also obvious that they're heading sort of in the same direction as you guys. So it took a little while to overtake them because you're moving a little faster than they are. And they'll sort of fly up to the same exact altitude as you all and call out greetings in various languages. Man, I mean, Solari knows a thing or two about overtaking them. But... All right, sorry. Damn. Jeez. I needed our cart back so we could travel <laughs> back to Heart and Shen. I know. <laughs> I just, I didn't want to miss that opportunity. It was purely business. All right. Soul so, waves out to the harpies. So <laughs> the crew and Kalkitik are calling back and forth to the harpies as well, and permission is granted for them to land. And one by one, they pop in and land on the deck. Yo, they landed on Soul's deck. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same old crew. They land, and for a moment, they kind of look at you all a little bit weird, and then they kind of realize that they've met you before. You get the feeling they meet a lot of people on their travels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm actually surprised that they remembered us to begin with. Hello again! (laughs) Oh, it's going to be uh, Zaris probably taking point talking to all of you, okay. since she's she's typically ends up being one of the main communicators of the group. Oh, it's good to see all of you again. It's, it's good to see you guys too. We seem to run into you fairly often. So, yeah. how do you find yourselves aboard a skyship? Oh, we're going back to the gnomelands again. Huh. Well, it's so interesting. Like so much the first times I had to go back. Mm. We were on our way from the Elven lands up to Ville. Oh, Soul looks excited. Well, I doubt they did trade with you, actually. Never mind. The elves? They trade no. with us. No. Uh, Prince of the Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with that village. Yeah, it's normal. Oh. But we have fine elvish goods if you wish to buy something. <gasps> so like has this weird finger gesture where they're wiggling them and it's just like can I see can I see can I see <laughs> mm, actually on second thought it's going to be kind of hard to get into our merchandise right now oh, she, no worries she says like looking over at the rock that's still gliding like and flying next to the ship and now working kind of hard to keep up because the ship's moving pretty <clears> quickly yeah Sol's not going to let the ship go any slower <laughs> It's, the, it's okay. And there's no easy place for the rock to place that box down on the ship and land. It's just not really going to be possible to do that. Well, 
if you can't sell goods here, what can we do for you here? Well, oh, <laughs> we we make I it a, we make it a point to meet lots of different people and crews. Soul's nodding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She kind of stretches her wings out. It gives us a chance to take a bit of a break. Makes sense. I feel bad for your rock, though. Oh, he can keep up. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Soul looks back to see where that gentleman crewman is. You don't see him. <laughs> I don't see him? You don't see him, and the harpies have also kind of gone about their business as well. Zerus is talking. Oh, God. Even. The other ones are all in different places. Oh, boy. And some of them are out of your line of sight. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm not surprised. <laughs> By the way, we're still all together, so that's great. Archie got a little bit bigger. Soul gestures to Archie. Yeah, he does look a bit different, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. I like it. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy your endeavors, and hopefully in the future we'll be able to trade again with you. She nods. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> and Sol kind of just pats her shoulder friendly, like, and just goes down deck and is just like, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> I feel like below deck is going to be the worst part. Yeah, That's so you... not how Sol's thinking of things. <laughs> so, you, so you go below deck. Make a perception check. Okay. That's 21. Okay. You hear sounds coming from the cruise bed area to the north. Mm. Well, uh, north not being accurate because sh- it's a ship and it changes. The, the bow. To, to the, toward the bow, yeah. So right. just puts their hands on their ears and just goes, <laughs> Goes into their own side cubby room. Uh, <laughs> why? Hey. You go into the side cubby room, and sitting on one of the hammocks is that crewman. I'm sorry, I think you're in the wrong room. Oh, I must be confused. Oh, okay. Did I interrupt you with something happening here, currently, in this room that I'm going to sleep in tonight? No, not at all. I must have just gotten into the wrong room. Not with a harpy or anything? So, like, kind of, like, starts looking at the bed, like, expecting someone the, else. The crewman looks around and says, I don't see one in here. They're friends of yours, though. Yeah, that was actually, um, the the people we were just, I was just talking about with you, actually. The crewman nods. Close friends, from what I've heard. I'm sorry, what? I heard you were close friends with these harpies in particular. I, no, I wouldn't say that. No, I, that's funny. Someone told me, a, a little bird told me. That you would... Racist. <laughs> that you had um, interactions with them in the past. That's all. That you considered yeah, them close twice. friends. I, I don't... Business associates. Well, Harpy's business is... He kind of, like, does a little head wiggle. It's, you know... You see Soul, like, kind of putting their tongue in their cheek a bit with, like, an annoyed face. Which, gotta say, is fairly creative. Nothing else. Look, but, I had to get a carriage back so that our travel could be swift. But like I said, I'm in the wrong room. He hops off of the, uh, the hammock and kind of brushes Soul's himself Soul's blocking off. the door. I should get back to work. Should you? <laughs> Eyebrow raise. Should I? I don't know. You're here in my room. Oddly enough, while well, a bunch of harpies are on this ship. I just didn't really feel like interacting with any of them. Peculiar. You're very peculiar. He shrugs. Do you have any notes on my rapier work? Kind of rubs his nose. Wouldn't know anything about that. Just a sailor, after all. Was just asking. Well then, 
I hope you enjoy your work on the ship. What's your name again? <laughs> you, you ask his name. He says Sanders. Mm, great name. Soul opens the door and does a bit of a flourish arm out for him. Hmm. Hmm, what? Well, have a good day. You too. Can we give you a little nod? Walks out of the room. See you later, sailor. Walks out of eyeshot. <laughs> Soul is just like, ugh. Day is a headache. Soul promptly goes back up on deck. Looks worse than when they left. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah. Let's work on that rapier skills, yo. That's a 16. That's pretty shitty for me. And a good old 31 for that dance. Keeps yeah. getting better, at least. Alright. So, after some time, harpies will go on their way. And they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll finish what they're doing, and they'll continue along their path. Xeris will go up to you one last time before they leave and uh, and ask Sol. We're heading to Ville after this. That is where you all are from, right? And that's where we all met together, and we're kind of stationed for a while. I miss someone there. Yeah. I miss Sam, too. Maybe I can relay a message. Yes, please. Sol, like, <laughs> grabs her shoulders. Yeah, her, her name is Siva. Zeris immediately blushes. Oh. Did they know that I used that gender switch spell? That, that sex switch? 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 The sex switching belt. Does she know that I did that? I th- or is she just gay? Okay, typically they don't have like romantic relationships with males. For them, it's all contractual and business obligations. But they do have much more deep emotional connections and relationships with females. Gotcha. So, like, All right. like, so harpies will absolutely have, a, for lack of a better term, a spouse. Hmm. They'll always be either a harpy or a, a female of another species. Like, gotcha. of course, of course, there's exceptions to everything. Probably not always. That's what I'm saying. There's exceptions to everything, but that's that is the norm. That is the majority. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. She blushes. Yeah, just from the physical contact, probably alone. Uh, uh, who's your friend? Her name is Siva. She lives in Hartenshin. Okay. She's got really pretty, dark raven hair, piercing blue eyes, and she has this nice red dress that she normally wears with, like, a black corset. And Sol's making all these hand gestures mm-hmm. for everything. <laughs> and she has just such pretty skin. Zeris is smiling at your description. <laughs> but if you're able to find her, she's normally at the Heartstrings Tap Room. Just tell her that Soul misses her and has been thinking about her. Um, Heartstring Tap and Room. I, soul misses her. That sure is about her with her head. And yeah. that I hope she's well. Yeah. I can, I can deliver that message. Thank you. And Soul kind of like has a sweet squeeze she on kinda, her arm. She kind of clears her throat. <clears> hmm. <throat> It, yeah? It, payment. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> um. Ha, uh. I'll give her 30 gold? Jesus oh. Christ. That's commoner's pay, the right? Quintessential rich kid. <laughs> <laughs> how much is that's a banana? How much, how much a gallon of milk costs, right? Like how, much, <laughs> how much could a banana possibly cost? What? $10? <laughs> All right, reduce your your gold by 30 gold pieces. You hand her okay. 30 gold, and she's like, uh, do you, what do you want me to do to her exactly? 
<laughs> I just give her the message. Why? Yeah, Did I give you too much? Do you not want it? Oh, no, no. I want it a, a lot, actually. Um, she starts to put it in pouches. Uh, yeah, I'll give her your best. Absolutely. Siva, raven-haired, heartstring taproom, heart and chin. Yeah. Quick question, though, I guess. Yeah, what's up? So, do harpies hold and pick things up with their feet or with their mouths? <laughs> They're fairly good with their wings as well. Oh, okay. They can't manipulate fine tools with their wings, but they are able to handle objects, at least rudimentarily. So they could... Things as small as coins? Yeah. I, I mean, a, 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 a bunch of coins. And they couldn't pick a coin off the ground with their wings, but they're really good with their talons for that. Okay. But basically, I assume that... When the money was offered, Zerus folded a wing out to take all the money and then just like slid it into a pouch relatively easily. Like they're 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 honestly really skilled at manipulating the world around them. You would think that having no hands would be a problem for them. They're... So Zerus will pocket the money and be like, Yeah, uh, we'll absolutely give her your best. She kinda reminds you of of my partner as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sort of have a, a thing for raven-haired beauties, too, I suppose. <laughs> so how long have you been away from her? Uh, has it been a month now? Maybe more. Mm. Uh. That must be hard. I mean, our caravan, we can make a pretty good time and, and make a full loop in a, a little less than that. I wish I was faster, to be honest. I wish I could go everywhere so easily. Well, yeah, it is kind of nice having having me, as she, she says as she stretches her wings out. I'm able to get from place to place fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. But then it also must be nice to do, you know, whatever you like and not be beholden to schedules constantly. Oh, you have no idea. But aren't you all adventurers? Mm, my adventure might be done in March. <laughs> That's soon. Uh. Is everything okay? Yeah, I'm just have a prearranged marriage that insists on me staying in one location, unfortunately. In Hartenshin? No, in were... Elflands. Oh, so this person I'm delivering a message to is not your betrothed? No. That's sad. Will you still get to be together? Soul thinks. I don't know. Well, then your message is even more important. Thank you. Well, uh, good, good luck on your trip, then, if there's nothing else. No, there isn't. I don't think Soul looks at the rest of the group if they want to talk to her. Actually, yep. Marcus wages his hand. Oh, uh, hello. Hello. I was wondering if you could send a message for me. Do you ever get up towards near the Deadlands? Well, we're heading to Ville now. I want you to find a halfling in the tavern that's up there. It's only, it's a very, very short message. All mm-hmm. it is is Marcus says he's sorry. Marcus gives her a gold. Okay, you hand Zara's a gold piece, and uh, she skate. <laughs> she's still happy with the generous sum, and says alright, a halfling near the Deadlands working at a tavern I'll tell her that you said hello, and, and your name was? Marcus Marcus, of course yeah, we'll, we'll tell her if we come across her. Thank you and What was her name? Her name's Tally Soul interjects I wanted to see if Screw remembered her name. <laughs> would Marcus remember her yeah. name? Marcus would. Marcus would. I want to know if Screwy did. What's, what's her last Marcus name? Marcus would. Uh, yeah, what is her last Screwy name? Has, Marcus has a horrible memory. Oh. Screwy has a horrible memory. 
Screwy's, yeah. Screwy's memory is, is shit. That was Telly Talbert. Yeah. Yep. Some early days. Oh, <laughs> actually, I may have a spare Eden relic on me. Can you have... Oh my, you're thrusting have, religion on other people? Just, he's sorry, there, and just a little, a token. Their religion is the almighty coin. No, it's for Telly. Oh, it's for, for Telly. Telly. Oh, that's, oh. Well, that's too. <laughs> that's true. It is true. It's amazing you don't get along better. We do get along pretty well. She likes the harpies. Do the harpies like you? I don't know. She didn't know about the thing that you were explaining before, for sure. I figure if she's read up on them, she's only read about them fucking dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't really form emotional attachments to males. Right. Not usually. She doesn't know that. But kind of considers herself a non-entity. So hold on. So let me understand. You want her to deliver a message to Telly Talbert saying that Marcus says hello? No, Marcus. That he's sorry. sorry. Oh, that he's sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. That he's sorry. And you wanted to give with a holy symbol. And give a holy symbol. <laughs> so you only, as far as I, <laughs> as far as I can tell, and maybe I'm mistaken, but on your character sheet, I only see the one holy symbol. Oh, I thought I had like a couple of them. Oh my goodness. Um, so you've got your holy symbol that you use to cast magic with, but I don't see any oh, other ones. Oh, okay. Then no. Then my misunderstanding. I had. I thought I had like a few of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> My mistake. Okay. So to share the light of Eden. Okay. She'll take the message and one of your gold coins. And she kinda looks to the people one last time and wishes you all a good journey. So Zerus will take off and the harpies will divert their course from yours and head off to the northeast. Meanwhile, you guys continue to the southeast. I mean I figured I was idly chatting with one of the two of the harpies. And Vera didn't really talk that much. They're still in Glare Town at Marcus. Yeah. Choo choo. <laughs> Full All steam right. ahead. Alright, so the Harpies will take off and divert and head off to the northeast. You guys get to the southeast, and that's pretty oh. much that that was about we'll say that was a two hour total yeah. diversion there with the with the harpies. It's early evening now. You know what it evening sure means. Is. What does evening mean? It's a perfect time to play music. Oh, that, that wasn't even on the list of things. <laughs> yeah, really. The survey <laughs> says. I was like, dinner? <laughs> Sleeping? Dinner? I'm like, yeah. Uh, dinner and a show? Hello? <laughs> I'm like, is this, is it more Alec time? I'm, what does that mean? What are you talking about? His name's what? Sanders. Yeah, well, I, I misspoke. I just pronounced it weird. It's the accent. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right. So, are we eating dinner now, or? Dinner is going to be uh, in a little bit, yeah. They typically take their evening meal around sundown. Okay. Which is going to be in probably this time of year, in about 45 minutes or so. I'm going to wait until then, because I'd like to eat my meal real quick and then play a show so that people can enjoy their meals a little bit easier. Mm Because people say that music helps you digest. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Those people are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if no one has anything to do between now and for in 45 minutes... I'm sorry, did I pray yet today? <laughs> My apologies. No. I, I mean, I, I assume I it's part of your your normal routine. You just didn't do any rolls for it yet? Yeah, I didn't do any rolls for it. Yeah, I'm sure this will be great up in the sky, now we're close to the earth. Mm-hmm. Eden's power suffuses all life. Right one doesn't have to be on the ground to commune with Eden. It just sure <laughs> as ass helps that nine. Yep, you hear nothing. I hear nothing. Oh, wow. Damn. There's always tomorrow. Always tomorrow. All right. So in that case, a little bit of time passes. The sun starts to get low in the sky. And the ship's cook brings up a large platter of 
puffed tarts. They're still warm. Are they sweet? Are, are these like meat no, tarts? No, these are like, or like yeah, what I are guess, these? I guess they'd be more like meat pies. Oh. So hand, handheld meat pies. They taste like they're recently heated up. Like a hot pocket? Kind of. Yeah, like a hot pocket. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. A little bit larger than one. <laughs> I don't think Soul's ever had a and the, hot and the, pocket. And the bread is not, it's not quite like a crustiness to it. It's, it's like a bread. It's like a bread, right? You ever had like a meat pie? No. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because like hot pocket's not really a good descriptor of it because the bread consistency is totally Is it like a chicken pot pie? Is, is... Yeah. Kind of. Oh, okay. That's a meat pie. But instead yeah. of the other stuff, it's just... But I thought there was bread with it because pot pies are really thin. Bread. Yeah, no, again, that's more of like a crust. This is more of like baked into bread itself. Oh, oh okay. So, ooh, ooh, it's like so one of the pork right. bread things you get from Japan, maybe? Kind of, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a calzone. Kind of, uh, except there's no sauce in it. It's just like a meat and cheese inside. Cheese can be considered a sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is warm enough that it's not hard, like the bread is soft. So it's it's quite nice. It's quite lovely. Soul looks fascinated so the, uh, by this new food. The sailor was definitely right when he said that dinner was going to be better than lunch. <laughs> is Karis eating on deck? Karis is going to eat on deck, yeah. She's actually reading. Okay. I don't want to avoid her. I don't want her to think I'm purposely trying to avoid her, but I don't want her to be uncomfortable that I'm around. So I guess I just sit where I am, like in view, but not put up on the upper deck, fidget. So instead of looking up at you to see if you're still there, she's just totally ignoring you. Let's see if I can say it right. She's sitting there crisscross applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And she's got the book kind of open in front of her, and she's got the meat pie sitting on her lap. Aw. And she's sort of picking at it while she reads. I'm going to take my portion and then sit next to the gentleman again. Mm-hmm. Sanders? Yeah. Oh, hello again. Hello. Fancy meeting you here on this ship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Certainly is fancy. That was some uh, interesting dance moves there. Oh, you do have constructive criticism for my rapier work, then. Is that what it was? Yes, of course it was. Oh, thought you were dancing. Both. Didn't really look all that <laughs> lethal, I guess. Look more... I'm very lethal, thank you very much. Look more flashy than stabby. Soul pouts. But what do I know? Just a sailor. Yeah, just an average Joe boring-ass sailor. Damn straight. <laughs> Soul side eyes while they're eating their meat pie. <laughs> they eat half of it. They still enjoy it, but they've got a plan in mind. They offer their other half to him. Oh, I already had the rest of your lunch. I couldn't take the rest half of your dinner. You need that. Oh, I don't care. Do elves just not eat? We don't need to eat as much as you. Hmm. We don't need to sleep as much as you either. Yeah, that must be handy. Get a lot more work done. Exactly. Thank you. It's very good for excursions? Yeah, that's a good word for it. Is that what we're calling sex now? Shh! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well. Well. So. Yeah? What? Do you want to you say something to me? What's up? No. Sanders, bitch. Not really <laughs> much to say, I guess. So All right. Must be handy to not have to sleep that much and, you know, have more time for, uh, what did you say? Activities? Excursions. Excursions. Yes. Sure, sure. You sure you don't want that half of meat pie? No. I'm about to put on a show. And Soul stands up. Are you making Sanders eat Soul's meat pie? You? 
can leave this apartment and never come back. I'm just clarifying for the podcast. Fuck you! I was confused at what's happening. So, Sanders takes a look at Soul's meat pie. Kind of examines no, it. No, stop. We're stopping. This is no, no, no. No, no, we're stopping this. This is over. The joke's over. (laughs) Guys. Anyways, let's do some strings. That's a 23 and some sing, which is a good old 35. All right. You play what? Oh, let's do the fucking telic performance. We haven't pulled that one out in a while. All right. You dust off the old telic performance and throw that one out. With the dancing lights with the color changing. Wait. We know the shebang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If any uh, listeners are curious, they can go back and listen to the Telic Adventure in the previous episode to get the full description of this performance. Episode 8. Oh, and we all know eight. there is a side eye to Alec. It's Alec Sanders. <laughs> the entire performance. If we're going to play a game, we're going to fucking play a game. Okay. So you uh, you may have a, lo- a nice performance while the rest of the crew finishes their meals. Quite a bit better than a, its original version. Yeah. So you are just throwing around the dancing lights and just killing it. And the crew is assembled eating their dinner and they're just very enthusiastic. The applause and, and cheers for your work. <laughs> but Sanders' expression, what's that? He's happily eating your meat pie. Okay. So, no, he's uh, he's definitely watching you as well. Right. He's clapping cool. along. Him and the rest of the crew are clapping along with the, with the song. A little bit. Wishes they would stop fucking clapping. Why? Because she's like, I love this song. Stop interrupting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's sort of a jaunty tune, isn't it? I don't know. Um, or was it more like a somber? No, no. No, it Even was... Even if it's jaunty, though, Levette just is like, shut up, I want to hear soul. <laughs> I think Soul is starting to get in the mood with just the, like, clapping. When they get to the chorus, they're seeing if people are remembering it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's, if it's like a repeating chorus, then after, like, the second chorus, they're definitely singing along. Oh, um, yeah. It's like a chorus I'm singing along with the first time around. <laughs> Yay. And so, like, after the third one, when they everyone's getting it, they are a bit more posy with everything and trying to, like, interact with each crew person, like, getting mm-hmm. closer to one to, like, Try to have them sing a little bit louder here and there. Mm-hmm. They're essentially mm-hmm. making a party. Yeah. Karis has closed her book. Oh. So she's just sitting back and enjoying the show as well. So as Sol is playing and making, you know, sort of merriment and everyone feels better, Karis is actually going to stand up and make her way over to the side of the ship over here. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, Levent knows. I'm currently singing, so I mean. Didn't know if anyone else was going to do anything. What is she doing? She's standing at the bottom of the stairs, and she has her back leaned against the edge of the ship. She's still, still watching Soul while everyone's singing and clapping along. Make a sense motive check. Who? Whoever's examining her behavior. I have my back, my oh, side. That's a 17. A 17. A 16 plus four. Yeah. That's uh, a 15. So both are successes. It looks like she's trying to work up the nerve to do something. Vera's going to go down next to Karis. Mm-hmm. And whisper to her, "Are are you okay?" Yeah, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm fine. I um, there's there's something I need to do. So okay, you could take the oars. Just stay okay. Yellow. Uh, Barrel will go back up. Karis is actually gonna walk past you first and walk back. All right. Up. Oh. Walk up there. Uh, hey, Kellys, what's up? Um, 
Did you mean what you said before? I mean, you were... I'm not... No. I'm not sure. Mal Kelly said it. I'm Millie Sully. I'm gesturing for Calculatic to, to skedaddle. You would just talk to him, so he was coming over to have a conversation with you. Yeah, I know. I'm like, come on. Well, because I'm like, do you always just stand here all the time? <laughs> so Karis is like, I, you, you seem to be busy. I'll talk to you later. Oh, no, no, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's good. It's like, oh, oh, not really. I can tell you the whole story. <laughs> kind of follows you. It's really quite fascinating. Well, that go. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you don't have to stay there. Just go. Just imagine LeVette just launches off the deck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like to imagine that I was just kind of looking sad, and then I look at Soul, and you like do like the head gesture. (laughs) Go over there, talk to her. (laughs) While they're trying to still like sing and stuff, and it's like, go, do it. There's most of the crew up here. Yeah, almost the entire crew is up here. Yeah. Kelly says, "Let's head below decks for a moment." Sure. She heads below decks. Okay. And I want to head into the other chat. Oh, alrighty. One moment. Alright. Callies, I, uh, before I get ahead of myself, I'm going to start with saying that I am sorry, and I don't expect or really, I think, deserve any forgiveness from you. It's, it's just kind of hard to be told something like that. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, yeah, I regret even planting the idea in your head for a moment. You are not responsible for anything that happened. That's just my mistake. It was not yours. I think I think she can be saved. Really? I think that I can do part of it. I don't know entirely what has to be done. The that book it said that they would have to there was alchemical magic that would need to be used and I don't I don't know why. I don't understand why that would be involved. So obviously I'm missing something about this. Isn't chem- alchemy is the separation of base components? It must be. I don't I don't know exactly what would have to be done. We're going to have to find an alchemist. Exactly. But if we if we do manage to find that, once we can get Moira's soul isolated, I'm almost positive that I can I could bring her back. All we'd have to do is find some amount of her remains. Anything. Even a mote of dust would be enough. Remains of her body. She nods. If I could get one iota of her body plus her soul I could bring her back I will say you we wouldn't be upset if I could to be possible if I could bring back a soul to life without a body then I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in right now I understand I was prepared for this possibility I just really was hoping it would not be the case I don't want to have to do what this is going to require but uh, I suppose we should make a plan well we need to get Moira's soul out of Marcus sooner than later, if if he really is going to be gone in a month. Yes, we shall do. That is a good point. Would I know if there are any famous or notable alchemists in this demile? Make a knowledge local check. Local? I don't have local. I have history. Mm, that wouldn't really help you. No, okay. Well, I don't have local. She's kind of a shut-in. No. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll have to ask while we're getting the remains. Um, 
And Galis, I feel like I give you a kind of shitty answer to your question before, but I don't really have a super satisfying one, but all I can say is this. I don't know if you're going crazy, because I feel like I'm going crazy. And every time I think I've gone off the deep end, I realize it does get a whole lot deeper. But if you are, which I'm not saying that you are, you're still perfectly capable of impossible things, better than most people can ever achieve. And if we are both going crazy, at least we can go crazy together, no? She gives you, like, a the smallest smile. Yeah, I, I guess we can. <laughs> if I say at least... Stupid things. I don't expect to be excused, but uh, sometimes I feel like I'm using it too. When you, when I saw your intestines out on the floor in the snow, I was just as scared as when I lost Moira. I could not sleep like when, until I saw you move. I wouldn't want to do anything to hurt you. I'm bopers. I promise. You get the sense that she, she wants to kind of give you a hug, but she won't. She's staying back. Well, I will. I, I'll take a step forward and be like, I can I, I just, I'm willing to put up with this. <laughs> Unless she, like, puts a hand out and stops me, I will hug her. She gets, like, luh out of her mouth before you hug her. Okay. She's trying to, like, pull herself away from you without touching you too much. Uh, yeah, I need a, a save. That is a six. Oof. 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 Okay. Oh my god. Alright, you take 16 points of damage. Okay. And uh, she's she's like, oh, please, please don't do that. I'll let go after a second. Uh, also, oh. make a perception check. Eleven. Okay, so a couple things. She is going to channel positive energy and heal you. Okay. But one thing you noticed is that the effect, the damage effect that mm-hmm. happened when you touched her, feels more potent than it did before. Whatever negative energy is coursing through her is getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Than okay. the last time you messed with her. So, that's troubling. Uh, not unexpected. Well, I'll let go after a second. And I'm gritting my teeth, but I'm trying to smile through it. She hits you with the channel positive after that, and you okay. gr- you, and you feel normal again. Aside from, like, just, you know, the, the blood that's coming out of your nose that you have to right. wipe away. <laughs> Sorry about that. Please. Please don't. Uh, okay. It's... I don't want to feel responsible for anything else. I just don't think you get enough affection. Maybe maybe someday, after all of this is said and done, we can look into fixing this. I, I don't even know how, but it's it's a possibility, I guess. Okay. We But we have it more important happen. matters, okay? We have more urgent matters, Kellys, but they are not more important than you. That's well put. So, let's... Let's get a plan together, okay? Okay. Oh, I'm not ready to go back down. Just so, cops. So, luckily, grave robbing is something that I'm pretty good at. I bet you are. So, we could handle that relatively easily. We just need to know where her remains are to get them back. We just need to find uh, an alchemist. I mean, at least any alchemist might have an idea what needs to be done. Well, and... Val is a burgeoning alchemist, but I think it might be out of her hand, unless she has taught you about something. No, but it wouldn't hurt to ask, I suppose. This Do... place that you book talked about, do you think it is real? I mean, look, that book knows a lot more than we do about these things, so if the book says there's a northern continent, there must be, I just... How could we have never heard of it? It was written by a mad leech. Well, I suppose, but 
You don't get that kind of power by just being crazy. Oh, in galleys. Well, no, I hate lovely people. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm glad we got some more or less worked out, it sounds like. Yeah, more, really more or less. I, I don't want to miss the rest of Soul's performance. Oh, yes, it's really good. All right, <laughs> run back up, kind of lead her up. All right. In fact, I'll, like, skip, stop partway and let her go first. Okay. They're back! Hey, so guys! Come, they come back out, and you see Karis interested to see if Soul was still singing and dancing. Oh, you bet, but the song's different now. I can't I can't do the telling performance that fucking long. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, is there blood on? Yeah, is there <laughs> blood on? Oh, yeah. Levette? She's pretty bloody. She got blood on her sleeve. Oh, no. Karis didn't nose. heal you up right away? Oh, it's healed. Uh, just on her sleeve. You still okay. bleed the blood. So, a different song is playing currently. Mm-hmm. The first one was to get everyone pumped. This one's a bit more just good-sounding music in general. It's it's a bit more calmer, not as party-amped up. Okay. But I'd like to imagine that they're still being, like, a good host of a musician, pretty much. How's Archie liking the music? Archie doesn't really understand it. Yeah, that's fair. Trying to decipher what it means. <laughs> pretty accurate, yeah. So when Soul sees Karis come back up, they want to sing their song they made for her. The one about family? Yeah. Karis will, just kind of like turns and winks at her. Karis will <laughs> sit in the corner and you see her eyes are very watery as she listens to your song. Okay, I'm, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> that the, the, the song has played on her emotions and she's kind of a little teary-eyed listening to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried. Okay. Mama Bear. So, Soul's kind of going through a repertoire now of all the songs. They can't do Archie's song, and they feel a little weird doing Vera's song, so they're probably going to skip those. <laughs> what was Vera's? Yours was the song about Mellifera. Okay. Yeah. Which I was like, eh, I don't know if it's yeah, appropriate I'm... currently. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? I think, I think they missed mine. Did they forget how it goes? no no i remember just now is not the time i'm the druid in the back yelling free bird that's what i was gonna say (laughs) yeah it's it's like the free bird thing is you're just back there yelling like play mellifera song (laughs) yeah that's that's how vera sounds (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah i've been practicing that one i'm pretty happy with it that's well you don't even need me here can that be how how vera sounds from now on Okay. <laughs> so now what? So do Lavette and Karis look like they made amends? Yes. Lavette looks pretty happy, pretty satisfied. Karis is kind of just listening to the song and getting kind of emotional. Emotionable. Right. But I figure at some point Soul will have to stop, but they're gonna go through like Karis, then Lavette, then Marcus's songs. And then they'll probably be done. Alright. We're going to pass some time forward, and about midnight. So, I assume I went to bed around nine-ish, so I'll wake up around one. Okay. So, <sighs> did Marcus fall asleep, or is Marcus, like, nope. trying to stay Marcus awake? Is, Marcus has been staring at the ceiling. Marcus has not slept. Okay. Where can we put the dog? The dog's with Archie. Okay. Well, Archie's, where is he? You don't know. No? Okay. <laughs> I imagine they probably took the floor because they're like, I can just sit when I meditate. Like, there's enough like beds and hammocks for everyone. 
Okay. So they, they probably took whatever was least comfy because they're like, ah, everyone should get like a good sleep, like mine's shorter, not a big deal. They kind of roll out of their sleeping situation. And they stretch and then they look over at Marcus. And then they see. kind of point at the door if he's awake. You can see by the dim light <clears throat> in the room that uh, Marcus's eyes are open. I, I poke him. Soul points at the door and leaves. And then points up to the stairs to go up the deck. Sorry, I didn't want to disturb any of the crew that was sleeping down there. No, no, no. I... Other room? If you don't oh, mind. yeah, yeah, so, yes, of course. So Marcus wanders over to the railing and just starts staring off into the long distance. Soul, do you trust me? For the most part, but I don't trust anyone 100%. Oh. They smile, but they're watching you. I guess I'll take what I can get. I need the walnut. You, I don't think Corona can I, talk to us I, up here. I know. Okay. When we land, and if we have the time, I need to go talk to him myself. You don't want me to be there with you. It's not that I don't want you to be there. It's that I'm going to him as someone who can help me connect back to Eden. Hopefully. I want to work with him. Soul pulls out the walnut and looks solemnly at it. I'm sure he'll give us more, but this is something I think I need to do on my own for... for Promise me you'll get another one? We really should talk to him after we get the MacGuffinite. Of course. Okay. Of course. And Soul holds their hand out with the walnut. And I take it and hold your hand in mine and said, I have about a month. I'm sorry, what? I have about a month to live. No, you're you're going to live longer than that, Marcus. We're going to make sure of that. I talked with Book. Book told me that in captivity, a lost soul only has about three months. Soul looks away. And we're starting to come up on that, and you've seen how ragged I'm starting to look. A little thin around... Uh, uh, I have a confession. Spread too thin. Yes? I listened to your conversation with Book. I mostly wanted to listen to Vera's conversation, and then everyone kind of kept coming in, and it was like, well, I'm already here and invisible. Puts its um, finger on her lip. It doesn't matter. I trust you. I trust what you do is for something more. (sighs) I want to talk to Corona in the hopes that he can, I don't know, maybe act as a conduit or a go-between to help me talk directly to Eden. Maybe Eden can give me some more time. Something. Maybe. I hope so. I don't want you to go. I'm already currently lost. Let's just hope I can get found. There's gotta be a solution, Marcus. One that doesn't actually hurt other souls. No. We can find it. You're the only soul I care about. Mm. Soul looks away embarrassed. (sighs) I don't know know how the whole two souls thing is what that queen says. I don't know how that's going to all turn out for you, but you'll always have me. Well, <laughs> somewhere, at least. Soul hugs Marcus. Tightly as possible. Have you slept at all? You look exhausted. I can honestly tell you that I sleep, but I always wake up tired. Well, I eat, but I'm always hungry. I don't... <laughs> I don't... I refuse to eat a soul. And if it comes to it, if there is nothing that Eden or Corona can do to help... I hope if Moira's in 
Marcus gestures to this in this somewhere. And if I'm going to die, I don't want to take her with me. If I become feral, promise me, you will let Lavette and I guess Ucaris would be the best would be the best option. Yeah, I become feral. You tell them to suck Moira out, and put me in a blender and get Moira. Soul looks away angrily. Hey. Don't. It's only fair. Don't even joke about it. We're going to find a solution. A solution that doesn't hurt anyone. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. But what if it could? I just want you to have a life. I know... I know things are hard, and I'm taking us into terrible, unexpected places. But I want it to be okay after all is said and done. And that means for you, too. So don't just throw your life away. Please. Oh, trust me. I'll go down kicking and screaming. Good. But if there's nothing behind these eyes but hunger, don't try to save it. Don't try to save me. Save Moira. Soul bites their lip and nods, but they don't mean it. You can sense motive that. Oh, yeah. 13. 13. You get a sense Do you think that's that high enough? It's high <laughs> enough to, to note that you don't completely <clears throat> trust it. But then again, if we want to be really perfect about this, we would have you make a bluff check. Oh, okay. Yeah, Do you mind? No, go ahead. If you're, if, you're, if you're bluffing, make a bluff check. It's a 19. Oof. Yeah, then in that case, you don't really have much reason to believe that they're lying. Just try to get some good sleep tonight, Marcus, okay? We've got two more days of travel before we hit the Gnomelands again. But then you'll talk to Corona, and you'll figure some stuff out. You just promise me I get another walnut. He entrusted that to me. I hope he'll have me. I hope he'll have me. Sweet dreams, Mark. And Sulk pats him to go to the bed. One last hug. Okay. Off Soul kneels back down to give him a hug. Off to bed. <laughs> if I recall correctly, the last time Soul was awake and alone on a ship, a large squid attacked. And <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be a sky squid, but... <laughs> Do I get a sense that someone's watching me this time? <laughs> Make a perception check. Okay. Oh, 17. No, you think you're fine. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. This is fine. This is going as a, as according to plan. <sighs> Soul kind of like just rubs their temples in frustration. Also, I feel like their headache has kind of lingered since they used their eye too much the day before. Mm-hmm. Oh, the colors return to normal, by the way, in case you were... Oh, I'm it. sure. I just think that it was just the most they've ever used it. It was. So bit of a headache that's just kind of been sitting there in the back of their head or in the front of their head probably because it's all by their eyes yeah oh well, soul doesn't know what to do now i guess they'll sit by the main mast and just kind of quietly play music mm-hmm. oh, well i could talk to hmm may i be alone in the room yes drop me down dropping you bye bye i love you okay Soul started playing music. And I didn't notice anyone watching me, right? Correct. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift my ring up and say grow into it. A few moments later, you hear a voice. Soul? Hey. Hi. Hi there. Soul, I I was worried. A few more days and I probably would have contacted you. Sorry. 
A lot of lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff. Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm currently on a skyship to go back to the Gnomelands. Super dumb. Uh, a skyship? Back yeah. to the Gnomelands? Yeah. We gotta get a material from there. Great. Real great. Is this <laughs> something I can help you with? Ooh, we're looking for a material called MacGuffinite. <laughs> sounds... <laughs> Sounds really dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Gnomes. <laughs> Alright, so, so the actual answer. Oh, okay. Uh, what what do you need it for? We need it to make a metaphysical needle to go through a metaphorical blanket. Uh, huh. I don't quite follow, but... It... Neither do I. <laughs> how, how have you been? Oh, you know. Fine. Just... You know, playing lots of songs, getting to meet new people, setting up deals to maybe start a spy network. Who knows? A spy network? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what, what's been happening? Oh, um, just wanted to prepare for when we were just living in the village together. I wanted to make sure I had eyes on the outside so I could keep track of things. I see. Do you do you not like the idea? No, I I'm just concerned that if if you try to stay active, then it it means that if someone someone could track you back to, well, I suppose if if they already know where you are, yeah, we're, we're already going to be in danger. That's why I'm trying to stop that before anything happens. I'm scared, scared. I'm really scared. Honestly, so am I. But I know we'll make it through this together. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> and although Gro cannot see, the soul instinctively grabs the cloth around their stomach. Uh, I miss you. I've missed you terribly. But I know that what you're doing is important. So I, I'm not, I would never ask you to, to come back early. Thank you. Hmm. <sighs> Do I want to talk about it? Hmm. No, I'm going to hold off. Um... I mean, I I hope that I get to see you soon. Just hopefully in, like, safer manners. For better or worse, the Equinox is coming. Yep. Trying to get it all done before then. I promise. I know you are. And it sounds like you're going to cross the entire world to do it. Twice. <laughs> Maybe more. Who knows? Anyone, oh, God. If anyone can do it, it's you. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty awesome. I'm pretty much the best person I know. Don't tell my teammates that. <laughs> Here, he just chuckles. Well. I have a question. Of course, what is it? Uh, um, what... Uh, how goes the, uh, the, um, defense, uh, preparations? Anyways. <laughs> the militia? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. actually going really well. I've managed to gather a fair amount of people from the village. We've been meeting three times a week. And oh, I think awesome. they're actually, they're, well, I think they're far more prepared than they were before. I also managed to speak with, with the neighbors, neighboring villages, and I even sent a message to the capital, and I think that they are willing to send additional forces to defend our village. Amazing! Oh my goodness, that's perfect! I mean, it's beginning to look a bit more like a military camp in town than it used to, though. So some of the, gonna make the wedding a little weird, I guess. Some of the citizens are not quite comfortable with that many armed 
people, but it's for the uh, best. We'll make accommodation for them. Um, talk to my mother, tell her it's completely my idea, uh, and we'll see what we can do financially to make kind of a separate camp area so that we're not making the villagers uncomfortable. Of course. Okay, we got this. We're going to save everyone, I know it. Of course we will. With you on it, how could we fail? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) But in the meantime, feel free to call me whenever, you know. I'll always talk to you if I'm able to. I'll do that. I was somewhat worried about contacting you at random times because I never know when you're busy or talking with someone else or fighting for your life. (laughs) It's fine. I think you would hear what I'm doing at least. I mean, how is all that going? Uh, the the fighting for my life part? Yeah. You haven't had any more brushes with death recently, have you? No, not at all, actually. I mean, I hit a squid. But it ran away the minute I hit it, so... A squid? Getting pretty strong over here. A giant squid. (laughs) You you fought a giant squid? Yeah. Your your life just gets stranger and stranger. Well, you know, I'm trying my best. I gotta make up for all the time that I'll be enjoying with you. (laughs) That was not put well at all. (laughs) Sure, that sounds about right. I'm sorry, sometimes I'm really bad at talking, especially when it comes to you. I get a little flustered. It's okay. Look, we'll get through all this, all right? I know. We're a team. Forever. You bet. (sighs) Can I do a perception check to see if someone's watching me? Yes. 19? You don't think so. Okay, cool. Well, I would love actually just talking to you for the rest of the night until I get interrupted. Do go on. (laughs) And I, I kind of imagine... It's more just small talk, like Soul's just asking how he's doing and just seeing how everyone is back at the home. Yeah, and he gives more more of an in-depth explanation of everything and goes into detail about who he's talking to and what he's arranging. And he'll ask yeah, you pretty much more details about what is going on with you as well. Yeah, Soul will give as much detail as necessary. Okay. Avoiding the whole, I think I'm pregnant part completely. Okay. Was that so, a perception on his end? So that was that was a sense motive on his side, whether or not he can figure out if you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. Since you're going into like much more detail, there might be inconsistencies in your story as you try to like talk around them. Yeah. So if you wouldn't mind making a bluff check. Okay. Twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. All right. Conversation goes on for quite a while, and he'll talk to you for as long as you are willing to talk to him. I'll talk to him as long as no one's up on deck with me. Okay. In that case, it'll be a little bit before first light that sailors will start to come out on deck sporadically to begin their work. Okay. So at that point when they notice people coming up, Soul kind of whispers, people are coming up, so I'm going to get back to existing on a skyship, I guess. <laughs> well, hopefully you find that MacGuffinite. And, uh, Thank you, love. If you need anything from me, just a word away. Oh, I, I did have one really quick question. I'm so sorry. Of course. What, what is it? I was using my eye a lot, and, well, Marcus told me that it turned orange, the, the glow. I see. And it was kind of giving me a headache, too, and it felt really hot. Not like, like burning hot, you know, like I felt it. Normally, it's just me temperature. 
I see. Hmm. I'll I'll look into it and, and tell you as soon as I know more, okay? Okay. I love you. I love you too. Talk to you later. Of course. Bye. And the connection. And silence. <sighs> I can't do it. How do you tell someone you're pregnant? <sighs> They'll try to help the sailors, I guess. If they can. The sailors will accept your help. and uh, they're, they're up. They might as well do something. Yeah, and they're, they're kind of like explaining how what they're doing works and as, as what they're doing. Yeah. Know, okay. Checking rigging and making sure everything's tight. Making sure all the sails are unfurled properly. It's mostly just checking everything and making sure everything is still good throughout the night. I'm sure we could jump into the general room then. Okay. The last thing is you'll notice a person climbs down from their masts that you're leaning up against. A sailor climbs down from the mast. Oh. Apparently was a night watch, a night watchman. Someone stays out on watch throughout the night to make sure nothing happens. They can raise the alarm in case they're attacked. I mean, obviously. Yeah. And the sailor climbs down and basically walks down the stairs to go down below decks to go to bed. Who was that sailor? Do I know them? You didn't see their face. Fuck. Uh, I'm going to make a quick dash to see who it was. (laughs) Okay, you quickly dash down the stairs to see who it was. And when you get down there, there's a crowd of other sailors milling about. You're not sure which one was the the watchman. Soul goes back up grumpily and goes back to helping. Right, and now we'll dump back into the main channel. Okay. Okay. It is now morning of the 1st of February. Uh, (laughs) Marcus. Oh, Oh, no. What, what? He's dying. Marcus, you feel like absolute shit. Yeah. You're not sure if it's because you didn't get a full night's rest or what, but something has caused your hunger to advance to the next step. Damn. Yeah. I don't think you should be making any rolls. <laughs> so to those who aren't able to read this at home, Marcus is now taking a minus three to everything. Man, to all stats. Intelligence, power, wisdom, power, blah, blah, blah. Marcus. And he looks more like shit than he did yesterday as well. Dude, you should Real email Queen Hatter. Roxy while you had the chance. <laughs> Carry yeah, that baggage with you. Sorry. Sure, but if he had eaten Queen Roxy, would he still be the same person? Well, I mean, apparently... That was the ogre we fought. Oh, right. As far as I can tell, more or less. Who? Anyways. Other thing. With first light, you can see roughly where you are. And where that is, is at the edge of a beautiful, beautiful forest. Soul. I want you to make a perception check. Weavers. Flying weavers. A 27. So, as you look out over the countryside, you unmistakably recognize the outline and makeup of the Emerald Forest. In fact, if I were to direct everyone's attention to the Southern Continent map, you all are very, very close to Presidium currently. Your path is taking you almost immediately over that town. So you will have gone over it within the next hour or so. Aww. So your your home is right there. Does it does it look any different from the sky past the fact that I'm in the sky? Like does do the trees look good? You're not close enough to smell it. <laughs> but yeah. you are close enough that you can see that the trees, even in winter, are vibrant 
it hums with life and you feel a sense of longing that you, you know, you didn't even know you were missing it as much until you could see it with your eye. Yeah, Soul probably has one little trickle of a tear real quick. They're homesick. They've been traveling nonstop. Mm-hmm. Is this late enough that the rest of us are up? Yeah, yeah, the rest of, the rest of you are up and at them, so feel free to place yourselves anywhere on the ship. Because I think Lovette is pretty in awe of the forest as well. Because it presumably has, is related to her mother, although mm-hmm. she's not sure. So she's like, wow, this place is pretty fucking pretty. It would make sense that she came from here. So Karis will walk up next to you. So that's the elven forest, huh? Yeah, and Sol points out to the area where Presidium would be. That's actually where I'm from, right in that area over there. And I don't suppose we have time to stop, do we? <sighs> no. I've only ever read about it. Karis, we're going to go there for my wedding. You'll be there. I promise. If we all survive. We're going to survive. She she says half-joking. Sol moves a really tiny dancing light over to Karis, put on top of her nose as a way to, like, boop her. Yeah. She smiles a little bit and sort of, like, tries to wave the light away. Sol instead kind of moves it away for a second and then puts it back at her nose. And then makes it disappear. I hope we get to see it. If... I hope so too, Marcus. You guys see this place? Yeah, it's my this home right over place. there. Where? Soul gestures. Oh. Like lean up on the edge. Be be careful of that. Don't. Oh, sorry, sorry. Do you guys see Alchi? No. Isn't he always with you? The ship can't be more than 400 feet wide. You should probably go find him if you haven't seen him since you woke up. I'll just make her call him. <laughs> okay. Uh, he could be holding the puppy. Clank. Death. So I just kind of pull his sphere out of my pocket, even mm-hmm. though I didn't know where I was, and I let it down and he unveils immediately. And you're, you're sure we can't stop at, at your home? It'd be really cool to see it. I I want to. I really do. Don't get me wrong. All right. I mean, how long do you think it would take? Would we be allowed to? Would this be cause issue? I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how safe it is to actually land the ship in our village since it's kind of hidden. Heathen? Well, no one's supposed to know it exists, other than, you know, other elves, I guess. Well, I, I think this is uh, your decision to make. Aww. Well, if it's if it, if you think it's a bad idea, I won't push the issue. Soul starts chewing on one of their fingernails. Maybe on our way back? Once we have the MacGuffinite? Karis nods. Yeah, that way, you know, it, we'll, we'll be able to judge the time we need better then, I guess. Yeah. So given your recent news, they might not want you leaving. <laughs> I'm not telling them. <laughs> but... Shouldn't you at least tell Gro? Look, I talked to Gro last night. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Oh, good. I'm glad no, you I. I'm glad you talked uh, to him then. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of, you know, just about general stuff. <laughs> Wait, you you did tell him, right? No. You Marcus, are you serious? Uh, Marcus kind of cocks an eyebrow, but doesn't even turn his head. I mean, it's not gonna hurt anybody. <laughs> I mean, he has a right to know. 
look, I understand it, but it's, we, we don't even 100% know if that's, like, an actual thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if Matilda thinks that you're pregnant, you're probably pregnant. I mean, she didn't specifically say that I'm pregnant. She just said I had two souls. <laughs> I mean, she did the whole thing where she pointed that weird bony finger at your middle. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, know, what she else did. She, I don't know what else she would have meant. Maybe you soul ate a baby. Soul just looks at Marcus <laughs> and then steps back. <laughs> Karis just takes a step away from Marcus. <laughs> yeah. I I think I'm gonna go read. I I'm gonna go with you. Uh, oh my god, god. did he actually that? say that? Yeah, he actually said that. I hope it was a <laughs> oh joke. My god. Oh please let I hope it be it was a joke. A really off color joke. Oh god. <laughs> did he eat like an evil person and didn't tell us? I don't know. Who says that? Uh, Marcus, apparently. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's it's fine. I'll tell him when I think it's a good time. I promise. I hope so. I I just I never really had a you know like a biological family, parents, you know that whole thing. So it's I just don't want. I, I don't even know. Uh, forget it. Soul throws a dancing light over to Karis's cheek. Hey. Hey. It's okay. Thank you for worrying about me. And I guess this... Baby. Um, there's, there's something I haven't mentioned that I should probably mention. Yeah? I don't, I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but it's the... I think I'm getting worse. What do you mean? The... She holds her hand out in front of her. The the negative energy that is in me is getting stronger. And I don't know if it's because I'm learning more or if it's something to do with, with the markings on me. I don't I don't know, but it's it seems do like Do you want it's, them removed? It's becoming more potent. I'm worried now that instead of just hurting someone, if I accidentally touch them, I'm going to kill someone. Hmm. I think if you want we could try to remove them, the I mean, symbols. I don't... I would be okay with it for one thing only, and that is I don't know how much of the anchor between me and my sister are in these symbols. Well, which one did you use to anchor her? She pulls her left sleeve up. She pulls it up to the elbow and shows off the inside of her left forearm, and she rubs her hand across it, and you can see where... One of the tattoos has been, like, modified, where it looks like someone took a quill with ink and just stabbed themselves repeatedly Jeez. To, mm. cha to change one of the tattoos. Gotcha. It's here. Okay. Well, what if I try removing one on your other arm? Sorry? Look, I have a spell, and... What if you will move towards just one and she starts to die? Huh. She kind of looks so down. Not. She sort of looks down at the deck and just doesn't say anything. Wait, we made the agreement with Colonna so that we could get some more safely if we completed our mission. Soul's glaring at Levette. But what about my sister? I'm Safe. not in safely. I well, about her too. I don't. I don't want to lose. I can't lose her. No, I won't. that is the only way. Is the way we find another way. It might take some time, Kelly. We'll figure something out. If he does not spell his agreement, I will do it myself. <sighs> we'll figure out a way to protect you, Karis. Okay? Okay. I want you to be able to live life your way. 
We protect Polisario. Thank you. Thank you both. We're family, remember? It'll, um, it'll be nice seeing the elven lands. <sighs> Soul, for some reason, just starts crying out of one eye. Is, did, is everything okay? I really miss it, but I'm also really scared. Oh, God. I'm sorry. The vet just kind of instinctively, like, grabs Soul by one wrist and just pats it with the other hand. It's okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. Okay. We see it. I understand. I don't know why I'm feeling. <laughs> kind of the same way, so I understand. <laughs> Fuck, we're going back to this Oh my god. Where's <laughs> 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 Vera? <laughs> Cut to Vera playing with Hummel. Because Hummel can't be out there right now. Oh, yeah? Because he's a fine creature. Yeah. He could get blown away. No, no, there's no wind. There wasn't any wind on this ship. There's a bubble. No? No. No, there's a bubble. Oh. Magic. Yeah. Oh, well. You recluse. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Hummel's doing like backflips and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Spending time with Hummel. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're just fucking crying on this ship. (laughs) Karis <laughs> has stepped away from us. Yeah. We're too emotional. Just it, God, I gotta get myself in check. It'll it'll be okay. All right, we'll get through this. I think, and if not, I don't know why I'm crying. <sighs> Soul brushes there. I that's crying since the other one can't. <sighs> I guess we wait until we get to the steam aisles, and then when we're coming back, we'll I... we'll. Stop at at home, maybe. <laughs> I think that would be that'd be really interesting. It would be really nice for Gro to see you all again. I'm sure. I mean, he's met all of you guys once, obviously, but I don't know. Couple times. But it means we might be able to see your house and <laughs> visit your town. And <laughs> I mean, you you've talked about your mom a few times. I wonder if Daddy would be. Hmm. <laughs> Did you just go from about to throw up to, huh? <laughs> they weren't going to throw up. They're just like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like bringing outsiders into the village, showing people my giant ass house. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sure that's not going to change anyone's perception of soul. Why would it? <laughs> Why would it? I've been living a very homely life lately. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know if you guys want to see my house. It's very large. You my house is large. Oh. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Like, look, Did... we were calling on hard times. Just you wait. Unless this whole model thing really sources. Did you have marble in your house? I can't remember. Of course. I mean, we did at one point. Yeah, I mean, we were doing really great when Clampa was around. Did you have a garden? Yeah. Like a giant garden with a gazebo and a giant tree that happened to have your family's like, okay, color and flowers. Okay. So oh, and it's not just a gazebo. It actually has this beautiful stained glass on top so you can enjoy the sunlight or in the nighttime, the moonlight coming through. It's very nice and tasty. Okay, well, that just sounds gaudy. And, you know, tree frogs. At least when it's warmer. It's a little cold for them currently, but... They're all dead. <laughs> Oh, like, it, um, know, not a lot of tree frogs in 60 miles, so it's not really like a need on that. Ooh, 
You guys could have mechanical tree frogs. We do have mechanical. Do you have trees? Yeah, it's mechanical yeah. trees, yeah. Well, yeah we <laughs> Who wouldn't have mechanical trees? It kind of gives away. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be nice. I don't know if you'll like it there. Uh, the bathroom's very fun, and Soul kind of has like a faraway look for a second. Yeah. <laughs> good like it. Why not? It looks beautiful. Um. My mother told me to play she in HL. That's good. Your mom's a smart elf. Yes, she is. Oh, she's okay. I mean, how could they have really... Oh, wait, Book said you were... Never mind. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Soul, soul hugs Lovette. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. There, there. No, no. It's fine. It's gonna be okay. We're gonna all be there together. And Soul, Soul's gonna start singing the lullaby for Lovette to calm her down. Lovette, I won't let them take you to jail. Oh no, they don't take me to jail if it comes to (laughs) if it has to come to that. No, if it comes to blows, I will kill every man, woman, and child in that city. Uh oh oh. Hmm hmm. Soul just kind of stands up as. I'm going to leave that to you guys. <laughs> and they walk away. <laughs> They're looking for the sailor. <laughs> okay. You don't see him. <clears throat> How does one person become so fucking elusive? <sighs> so, despite the levity of that comment... You don't think uh, she meant it. Oh, well, Lovette blushes anyway. It, honestly, if, if it was a question of not getting into jail, it would, it would just be easier to kill you anyway. I guess that's true. I mean, it would get you out of the murder charge. Yeah. Hear me out. So, we could kill you and present your body, and then that way they think that you're dead, and they drop drop the warrant. That would be a pretty good guess on Zephop. And then I bring you back after that. So, you know, then there's no harm to foul. What? Are you certain you can? (laughs) She laughs. Of course. Have been, how long have we been traveling together? Well, look, you've been racing. I don't want to be like, like, very far. She looks around. Okay, I'm talking about, I'm talking about bringing you back to life, not raising okay. your corpse. Well, you haven't done. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't do that. I'm just saying, look, if you were in my position, and this is a big, uh, your point, I understand, but this is a big gamble for me. No, it's but, like, it's really time. simple, actually. Right. She How starts talking cost? about energy reversals, and it makes no sense to you at all. How much, how much does it cost? I mean, it would technically, it would take a diamond to do, uh, and those are kind of expensive. She holds up her fingers in, in a way to indicate that the diamond would need to be about the size of your palm. Jesus. Uh, my palm or her palm? Her palm. <laughs> okay. So, a fair amount of money to buy a diamond like that. Does it have to be a pure, like, good diamond without any, you know? No. It just has okay. to be It has to be worth a certain amount of money. Uh-huh. So, presumably, yes, because that's what would bring cost up. Either that or something. Right. Or it would be either a smaller, more pure one, or a larger, less pure one. Either way, it would have to work out to be worth this, around a certain amount of money. But she explains that, yeah, with a reagent like that, I, of course I could bring you back. Well, yeah, how much money would that? I, I mean, I'm gonna make it a, can I make an appraise check, I guess? She says about a thousand gold. Oh, 
But, but then you might, you're not dead. You might be groggy for a few days after that, but you'd Let's be get fine. Let's on first. And then if we can get a hold of that. So. Yeah? When you popped into the room there, you see a sleeping sailor. There's only one in the room that's asleep. Oh, it must have been the night shift person! Who is that? Is it, do I recognize them? You walk just up regular... and it's, uh, it's Sanders. Ah, oh, tits. They say out loud. Mm, it's tits. Oh, come on! <laughs> you really gonna talk in your sleep? <sighs> Sanders kind of rolls over and mumbles something about tits. <sighs> I want to punch you. I'm gonna wait. Okay. I'm gonna wait for him to fucking wake up or at least have a couple more hours of sleep because I would like to respect people's sleep schedules as an elf. Hmm. But I'm gonna punch him. Okay. When he wakes up. Anyways, that's it for me. Okay. Anyone else? I'm having a spirited conversation with Vera. Lovely. Oh? No, I don't think so. Are they? You, you should probably check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Do you see the advanced hunger strike that's going on? That poor Marcus. He is making very Oh, you, you really should talk to Vera. So did you walk in the room while... Well, this is where we all sleep, so... Yeah, but before you are upstairs. I was upstairs, and then I came back downstairs. All right. When Strewy, when <laughs> Marcus comes back in, Vera will shoot back up, and they look fucking pissed. And the bees from their apiary are starting to buzz around more, reflecting like just how fucking because they react up when she's like super fucking pissed. Yeah. What do you want, Marcus? To talk about life, but bad choice of words. I. That's fantastic. I want to talk to you about the exact same thing. <laughs> Shoot, buddy. Well, tell me, has it been amusing to you just lying to us this whole time? Has it been amusing to you, me being by your side, standing up for you? You ate Moira, didn't you? Did Marcus, you eat Moira? Hold on, out of character. Marcus has very little with his stats damages right now. He's not doing too good. So, did I eat Moira? Uh, at the time, no, I don't think I did. But more recently, from the way that it was told to me, I absorbed but not ate, if you can think of it that way. Do you um, think I'm an idiot, Marcus? You have her memories. I know what you are. Yes. 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 She was the weakest a person could be. She couldn't walk. She was barely alive, and you took that from her. You're the worst kind of parasite. The thing that Mellifera is born to destroy. Well, all you have to do is wait. I'm going to die. He looks pensive. Uh, about a month, I'm going to die. If you can get her soul out of me when I'm about to die, you can have it. I don't need your permission to retrieve her soul from you. You don't own that soul. You stole that soul. And I'll do everything I can to get it back. Do you understand that? Okay. Vera will leave. It's calm to the Oscar, everybody. <laughs> that was beautiful. That, that was, that really was beautiful. That was very good. <laughs> well, thank you. That's great. Beast mode Vera activated. <laughs> yeah, that, that was fucking fantastic. Oh, I love Vera. <laughs> that is actually... Yeah. That is... Uh, okay. To be real, I like that as an end. To the session, I think that. No, that don't is, make us stop playing. That is, a, that is a great place to go out on.
Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Do so on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanesha. Until next time. <laughs>